What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and oh yeah, we are bringing you fantasy news today. We're here with the Tuesday crew, at least two-thirds of us. The other one will be here shortly, but I'm here with my man Hector from Breaking Down the Tape. What is going on, bro? What's happening? Let's get this going. Week six was amazing. Oh yeah, it was wild. A little up and down, a little up and down for me, not going to lie. JC Money Design, what up, fam? It's going down, bro. Corey in the building. Shout out to Corey. What up, bro? Everybody who's uh, who's hopping in and watching, smash that like button. Let's get it. All right. So first piece of news. We're just going to start with the Thursday game because we got a grip of news from the Thursday game. And also give uh, Bogey a chance to get in here as well. So how about we start with the Browns? Let's start with some of the crazy news. Um, we already knew that Nick Chubb was probably like 50-50, you know, to play. He's officially out. For Thursday now. So Dearness Johnson, he's the official starter. Uh what what do you think about the backfield? And uh you messing with uh you messing with Dearness this week at all? That, that shit is hurting me because in one league I have Chubb and now I'm hurting for a back because I have uh James Robinson on a bye. So now I gotta run out and I gotta try to find a back. So that that one league hurts me. And then in my other two leagues, I have Hunt, and now he's out as well. So Hunt's on IR, I, just for everybody who doesn't know. He's officially on IR. For three weeks, and um, uh, I officially I, – I looked it up with the Johnson, and they also have Felton. That's they the second guy. Felton. That's more – so Dearness Johnson's kind of like Nick Chubb and then Fel, or, um Yeah, like Nick Chubb and then Felton is kind of like Kareem Hunt. So that's why this week I actually put in the waiver claim and I went for Felton. I want the guy that gets the PP, especially in the PPR league. Like if if he's gonna help the passing game, especially with uh uh May uh Baker being with his fucked up torn labrum, labrum. his labrum. I'm going with the guy where he could he could also either give it to him to to take the yardage or dink and dunk to him. Yep, and. uh yeah, Baker. So his his status is kind of up in the air for Thursday. I mean, obviously he wants to play. I mean, that that's what he's hopeful that he's going to play, but they don't know 100% yet if he's going to play or not. Uh, they do know that his injury, it's not season ending. It's not going to require surgery like anytime soon, but they said everything is literally about pain management and his shoulder is all jacked up. His labrum just messed up. Every hit that he takes just makes it worse. Um, they're actually waiting for a second opinion from, I don't know, some crazy doctor and they're getting the MRIs done today. So hopefully on tomorrow's news show, we'll know a little bit more about Baker's status for been, this game and focused, the season. Hell yeah. I've been focusing on Baker so hard because in one of my leagues, he's actually, and I'm in a two QB league and he's like my, my number one QB. I have Teddy Bridge on the, uh, as my second. Um, okay. And I've been doing very well with both of them actually. Um, but Baker, I'm keeping my eye on him because of that labrum. He landed bad on it this last game. You know, yep, definitely. After, you know, definitely. Once their season is over, however far they go, he's having surgery. There's no question about it. One hundred percent. So now it's just. I mean, from what I've heard, he he's trying to play this week. But if you have Baker, definitely start hitting that waiver wire. Or or if you don't have a second QB or a third QB, whatever kind of league you play in. And and start looking for a, a scapegoat. Yeah, you might not have a choice. I mean, if it wasn't a Thursday game, I'm sure things would be a lot easier, you know, to figure out for the week for him. But 
Yeah, he's already oh, got like three days. Yeah, they're playing on Thursday. Got to get it in. And uh, let's see. So in response to uh, Kareem Hunt going on IR, they signed John Kelly to the active roster. So now, I mean, it's Kelly, Johnson, and Felton. And uh, also on IR, I don't know if you guys saw the linebacker Joker. He's on IR. He was actually starting to pick up his play, too. He's, he's got that really, really long name. It's the guy from Notre Dame. But, yeah, Joker is what he oh, goes by. Um, I don't think that – that first of all, that one back, m- m- whatever you – it, it doesn't matter. John he ain't Kelly. playing. He ain't playing. No, <laughs> he, not, on a th- not on a Thursday. He ain't playing. So it don't matter about him. I didn't notice about the other that that linebacker that Cleveland for some reason is starting to get. I'm a little worried about them as a team. Like they're getting a lot of injuries to some key players, and they had a lot of expectations this year. Yeah, I mean that's one thing that's hurting them right now. I mean all these injuries and uh, another injury is uh, OBJ. I mean, we already know that he's, I mean, he stays hurt. And uh, so they say he has a chance to play on Thursday. Uh, and they said they're not sure how much he's going to practice today. I don't even know if he got in practice at all. So anyone who's actually, I know there's people out there rostering OBJ still. Um, I would just try to look elsewhere either way. I mean, I know it's a big bye week, but he's someone who I think I'd rather pick up a free agent and play over him, especially this week versus the Broncos. I feel so bad for OBJ. He went from such a formidable force in in the league and fantasy to absolutely nothing. Nothing. He should have stood on the Giants with D. Jones, and he probably would have still been at least something. But over here, you're just injury prone. You can't stay on the field, or you're bitching and moaning, or whatever. Now you got this shoulder injury. You know what? I'm not even complaining because last, not this current fantasy week but last week my buddy put obj against me and he put up zero and i was like well you did it to yourself you did it to yourself and i heard a little rumor a little rumor what if obj goes to green bay that would be crazy i mean he he wouldn't it would need to be for us to even care it would need to be something like that. Him going there, him going to Kansas City, you know, some type of like contender where they really, really need a number two. Other than that, I don't even think we would care if he gets traded or not because he's always so hurt. He's just never out on the field anyways. And Zeb, what up, guys? Cam Newton to the Seahawks. So I think they said that they, like, talked to him for, like, a second. Uh, They wouldn't even elaborate what they went into. So, no, I I doubt Cam Newton would be going to the Seahawks. Um, Uh, I think with the Seahawks, I think Geno Smith, I mean, for the first time in starting in almost, like, four years, he did well until it came down to trying to win it. And he fucked up and didn't secure the ball. Like, I don't I don't see having a Russian to bring Cam Cam in. Especially with Wilson. Wilson's not indefinitely out. Like he's coming back. Yeah. I mean, he went on IR, he's out till I mean, at least till like what, week nine or ten or something like that. But outside of that, I don't think Cam brings too much value to the table for this team because their line sucks. He, they don't really have tight ends. Like that's who he would like, that's who he throws to is the tight ends. 
And yeah, th- this team's not built for a guy like Cam. So I don't even think it's like. There's no team really built for Cam anymore. Cam at Patriots. this point. Patriots were the best team built for him. No, Patriots, he was a patch. I knew it from the get-go. He was just a patch fill-in. Like, he does not. First of all, he fucked up his shoulder. He could barely throw like he used to, which was barely enough before. All he can do is run the ball, but he took too many hits where now he's fragile as fuck. Like, what, what are you going to do with him? Your best bet, bro, is to become a, a QB coach, a fucking uh, a offensive coordinator. Like, get the fuck off the field already. Ain't nobody want your bum ass. <laughs> I didn't like you coming out of Auburn. I didn't like you in the NFL. You had a fluke MVP season, a fluke run to the Super Bowl. You're trash, bro. You were a running quarterback. Strictly <laughs> running because your arm is garbage. <laughs> All right. He is here, the other third of the show. He's here with the whole nation right now. My man Bogart, Scott Free. Be sad. Yeah. We with the nation. Hey, real quick. Tim Tebow worked with Josh McDaniels, so I figured Cam Newton would. But, like, yeah, he can't throw the ball anymore. And, like, but he did have remarkable numbers as a rushing GB, even in the twilight of his career and his little stint with New England, right? And then also, real quick, I want to say uh, this organization, the Browns, they're smart. That's why they shut down Chubb for the week. Dearness Johnson's going to get like 15 touches. He might not be a factor in the second half of the game if they're playing from behind. But if it's Baker, I think they're in good. They're 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 still straight. If there is no Baker, it's Case Keenum, aka the Queso. He's on the case. It's a revenge game. Let's go. Wait, Case Keenum is the backup to Baker. Holy shit! I did not look at that squad. I was like, Case Keenum is the backup. They need, the- he's a he's a legit backup. He'll that motherfucker's still alive. He's like 98 years old, bro. Listen, bro, he'll mess around and take somebody to the title game as the backup. Like, chill, chill, chill. You're trying to call him Fitz Magic. <laughs> oh man. So what do you? Uh, so and what? Do you, so what do you think? You're saying if uh, if it is Case Keenum, you'd still fire up Dearness Johnson? Yeah. Because, I feel like there's one. And and you know what? Too Case Keenum, he can go down the field. We're not look look at. Remember, remember Terry McLaurin, his rookie mm-hmm. year? We weren't tripping mm-hmm. unless it wasn't Case Keenum because Case Keenum will get it to his playmakers. You know what I mean? Case Stephon Diggs, he was a thing for the first time in his career when it was Case Keenum. You know yep. what I mean? Even Case Keenum made Cortland Sutton a thing his rookie year before he tore his ACL. You know what I mean? Yep. But we're not afraid on a short week against Denver who is like, Denver's like like even kill. You know what I mean? Like they have a phenomenal defense. They don't really have a, a, a super phenomenal offense, but you know they also have a great kicking game, so they can they can beat you in lower scoring games. The, the, the Browns are built the same way, but they could also shoot it out. So if if it's Case Keenum and, and they start racking the points up, Dearness Johnson and guys like that are going to get a lot of work, like like their normal game plan. It's just it's I- all it's all game script. Dependent. I would I would think they'll they'll split back it and give give Johnson and and Felton almost an even amount and see who takes the better reps and start giving them the more reps at that point. 
but especially if they put Casey Keenum in, you kind of want a guy like Felton you can throw in there where you can you he's the, yeah. he's that PPR guy. He's a smart he's a smart QB. He'll know to check it down. You know what I mean? He's gonna lean on the tight end. He'll lean on the pat the, the running back out of the backfield, and that would be uh, a Felton. So if you feel strong about this being a more negative game script, Felton should be in line for a lot of work here. You know what I mean? I actually think they could beat with Case Keenum. They could beat. And no Chubb, I think they could beat the, the Broncos. Broncos aren't looking too hot right now. I mean, and putting up numbers and garbage time the last couple games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck you, no fan. I lose by six points because you're goddamn garbage time touchdown. <laughs> back back to I almost lost last night, but AJ Brown actually showed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. For everyone who was nervous about him, we told you. Just start him. Just start him. Unless you got a really, really good option, why, why aren't you going to play him? Oh, yeah. I'll start him if he even gives me a zero, a donut. Hey, but... I, swear to God, I swear to God, I'd be like reverse jinxing like shit into production. Because, like, we you know, we spend all weekend telling people to start A.J. Brown. Then he's out there playing decoy like the first half. And I text Hustle. I'm like, damn, they got A.J. Brown playing decoy. And it's like, did he hear me say that? Because they come out the second half. I don't know if they gave him an IV with fluids or something, bro. But he came out. He's like, "Give me all the, give me all the targets." You know what I mean? And I was shitting my pants. I was shitting my pants. They did make the switch. They made the switch and and took because they were like, "Ah, Davis White can handle AJ Brown easily." They're like, "All right, we'll put Levi Wallace on him." And then that was they didn't even make the switch. He caught like four balls on on Levi Wallace, and it was like then they made the switch back. You know what I mean? I was shit in my pants. I was literally losing my fantasy game by eight points. Ugh. And all I had left was A.J. Brown. Like, I already knew his, his final score. He played everyone. I needed nine points. And I prayed and prayed. And when I saw halftime, a fucking donut, I was shit in my <laughs> pants. Hey, you got it, though. <laughs> yeah. And it helped me because I fucking sweeped my all three leagues this year, this this week. Let's go. That's, right. that's what we like to hear over here at the Hustlers channel. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And for the, yeah, for the Broncos on the other side of things, so Teddy B, they said he was able to partake in the walkthrough and that he believes that Teddy B is going to play on Thursday despite that foot injury that's got him hobbling a little bit. So I uh, this. I'm picking up the Browns defense. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. destroy. We're gonna destroy a statuesque man. You know what? I I wouldn't. I I, I won't go against that because you know what? A lot of the the injuries that's been going on with the Browns have been offensively. Their defense is fine. Yeah, I mean their their pass rush is 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 phenomenal. You know what I mean? I, I don't think their sec their corners are are too great. I I actually think uh it's kind of a mismatch with Tim Patrick and. Uh, and Corlin Sutton, but you know if they can get pressure up front like they do, you know what I mean you don't you don't need to worry about your cornerbacks not being because these are like bigger receivers versus like speedier smaller guys. You know what I mean? Like that's not got, yeah, it's a mismatch. We got, we got a question in from Zeb here. Here's a good one. Since uh, you just said you're picking up the Browns D, he said the Browns D or the Cards D. Cardinals oh, going up against the Texans. Even the Cards D, man, they're playing against the Judge. Judge Davis Mills Lanes. And listen, man, he had one good game, and that's it. But he's back. He's, he, he's still the judge. Don't get it wrong. He's he ain't getting it all no more. Cards, it all give, no me, 
Give me the cards all the way. You got JJ Watt. You got fucking uh uh, uh Jones on the other side. You got yo. You, they're they're just stacked all across. They're stacked all across, and they they fly to the ball. Oh yeah. And Facebook user, does Chubb play this week? Nope. We talked about it a little earlier today. He is out for this week. So it's D. Ernest Johnson, who's the starter. And then you got uh, Demetric Felton. That's the guy who's kind of like Kareem Hunt, getting the password, stuff like that. And then they signed John Kelly, who's not going to be anything, but that's pretty much the only three running backs. Yeah, Hunt Hunt is also out. out. Hunt is also out. At, At least three weeks. Yep, Hunt is on IR. I remember I wanted John Kelly to be a thing. Because, like, everyone was like, oh, when Todd Gurley gets hurt and he's done. And then, like, I was like, it'll be John Kelly. And then they go and they draft fucking uh, Darrell Henderson. You know what blows my mind, Bogey? Mm. Todd Gurley is still a free agent. What are you talking about? Well, it doesn't blow my mind. The motherfucker was a bust from the get-go. He had one great season, injury prone. He was a bust. But it, it's crazy that all these motherfuckers, like right now, the Ravens, they're dying for backs. You wouldn't be like, ah, let's give Todd Gurley a chance. You know what, Here's the thing. Here's what I think. Because sometimes, or not even sometimes, most of the time, these players' agents aren't going to allow them to go play for some veteran minimum. You'd be like, listen, man, you're Todd Gurley, man. I'm going to get you a two-year deal, $4 million guaranteed. And then they'll be like, nope, we don't want that. And then, you know what I mean? Don't worry, Todd. I'm Tom on the phone with Baltimore. You know, uh, maybe and he's just like, listen, man, because you know, you I like your white, I like your white guy agent voice. Yeah. <laughs> Can I call you Todd? Can I call you Todd? <laughs> Can I call you Gurley? <laughs> listen, Mr. man, Gurley. and Quincy Jones is one of my favorite sayings. You can't shine doo doo, baby, and like his knees are all jacked up. He is just. Man, he's a big poop emoji right and now. That is all that we can say for him. He's garbage right now. Remember when Andrew Luck went to, you know, because he's actually originally from Europe. So he went to Europe and to go get, like, stem cell joints put in. Remember that? Remember that? And, like, mm-hmm. even that, he was like, man, I can't come back. Like, there's just some things you can't come back from. Whatever, you know, I think it was his, like, his calf injury or whatever. You know what I mean? Just it kept nagging him in the shoulder, all that. And then, you know, here, here's Todd Gurley. He got arthritic knees on top of and his bone on bone. You know what I mean? Like you can't go yeah. cartilage. No, literally, after like the season one, they were like, he has no cartilage in his fucking knees. Yeah. And then like you you, you know, you want to know why the Rams were okay with getting rid of Todd Gurley and and fronting the bill? Because they, they remember they still owed him like 30 million or some 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 crazy some something crazy like that. They let him go and said, We'll pay for it because when C.J. Anderson gets picked up off the street and they go into a playoff game against Dallas and they just run C.J. Anderson all over them, Sean McVay's like, listen, it's me and my system, not the running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, peace out, bone on bones, girly. And like, <laughs> here's Todd. Then he calls his agent. Hey, man, uh, listen, I know, I know we got bone on bone, but uh, listen, Todd, we're going to get this right. We're going, we're going home. We're going to Georgia. And they go call him John Bones Jones Gurley. Then he goes <laughs> to the Falcons, and and what's crazy is, it's kind of fugazi. He had eight touchdowns. You know what I mean? And then didn't, like, three, didn't three of them like come against the Cowboys when they were like super garbage or something like that? I I can't remember. I know he had one in that game though. He had two or three. Two or three came in that one game alone. He even had a game against the Vikings. I think if, if I remember correctly, last year where. 
he uh they, there was too much time on the clock, so they didn't want him to run it in. And then like he got down there, he's like, uh oh, uh, and then like he's like he just jumps in the end zone. Like they weren't even trying to hit him, you know what I mean? They're like, get in there so they can get the ball back. And then they got the ball back and won the game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen, and you know he didn't want to he didn't want to fall, he didn't want to fall on his knees, man. They're bad enough already. That's true, huh? <laughs> you know, his agent was probably like, just scores many touchdowns, Todd. And then we need, it. we need those touchdowns, Todd. You know, touchdowns equals contracts, man. He's like, dude, my knees hurt. No, fuck that. Get in the end zone. He's like, Todd, I got this new, I got this guy. Bear with me now. You ready for this? Cybernetic knees. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, big... coach, I got so much rug burn trying to get the starting job that I got Look no part of the gym. Here, my You're fired, Lyle. I just imagine his name is Lyle. <laughs> Shout out to the pigskin post. He said it was the Lions. <laughs> the Lions are the one. See, there you go. And 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 here's check this out. The Lions, you know, uh, the perfect segue. Why no one likes Todd Gurley right now? Because not even the Lions wanted him. The Lions brought him in for a workout, and they're like, "Nah, we're good." <laughs> I wonder if they even like have him run or anything. It's probably just like. Doing like work, like exercises to like see what his knees can do. Like, no like yo, do 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 high knees. Give me ten <laughs> high knees. Like, and if they're not high enough, you're gone. Oh <laughs> yeah! Shout out to Matt, new YouTube member, new member of the 420 crew on yeah. YouTube. Light Check out those emojis that you can throw in, Matt. Uh, click the emojis so you can see it. Hey, check this out. It's sparking it up. Hey, Dan Campbell was like. Listen, we're 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 in a biting kneecaps off here. You don't even got any. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of here. Man, so ridiculous. All right, let me see here. Someone asked really quick about uh they said You said about Julio Jones. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep, and that's what I was gonna say. So for Vrabel on Jones, they pretty much said they're taking it day to day right now. Um, doesn't sound like he's uh doesn't sound like he, I mean, he might be a little bit more than a 50 50 shot, but he just keeps getting banged up. Like every time he was falling out there, uh, getting tackled, like you could just see he's getting up slow. Like he's banged up right now. Hey, listen, I, I, I love Julio Jones in reality. In fantasy, I hate that. I hate that guy, bro. Like that's why I don't never have no Julio Jones, bro. I, even last year, I, I drafted him in one in a super flex league. I traded him as quick as possible. And I actually traded him when he was hurt because I was like, someone's going to buy him because he's Julio. You know what I mean? And then I just said, shame on me, never again. Even when he got traded, I said, this, is be, this will be more better for Derrick Henry in fantasy than it would be for, for Julio. Like, I just don't buy him. I don't buy into the, 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 the amount of passing volume to begin with to, to support or sustain two wide receivers. You know what that's, I mean? That's the shit that kills me right now. Like right now, like Bogey just said, Bogey just said, you can draft Julio Jones injured and get top value for him because it's Julio Jones. Maybe not top value. I would have bailed out on that motherfucker a, a, two years ago. Two Because after two years ago, he stopped putting up those fantasy points. He gets hurt. Just two, like you said, he gets hit. He's getting up like fuck. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. Like he's he's a, he's a great wide receiver. 
He's going to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He did great in fantasy for the time that he did great in fantasy. But now, he's fucking done. I'm sorry. It hurts. I That hurts to say. But the man can't stay on the field. And they don't even give him the ball. Like he was, when, you said when, the pass. Hold on real quick. You said the pass volume wasn't there. I mean, he threw 29 times. Only completed 18 of them. I don't know if that was on you know, him or the receivers or what the yeah, situation was. You no, know, I'm surprised by that. I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware. I mean, I guess you could say they were playing from behind most of the game. But, like, I mean, that's what, four, four, uh, four passes uh, more than his average. So, you know, because he is like a 25 pass attempt at m- m- uh, a mug, you know what I mean? So, I mean, either way, I'm just not the Julio guy. I think he exists to me now. Just to open it up for, for Derrick Henry, and that's what so, without without Julio, I, they got Julio and they don't even got him. You know what I mean? How how, how annoyed are you if you're variable? Like, He's an empty space. He's an empty space. We traded for this fool. Gave up a second but round. If he keeps opening up the door for Henry, though, it's worth every penny. I mean, Henry got 20 carries, 140. Nah, nah it's worth every penny for the Tennessee Titans. It's not worth every oh, penny that, that's what for I mean. every Tennessee guy that tries to draft Julio Jones thinking Julio Jones and A.J. Brown's going to fucking tear it up. Here, here's, something, here, here's something. Not a lot of players can blow up in one team and go to another team and, and then you're, you're, you're chasing. It's just like anybody who was on Todd Gurley in Atlanta last year. You're like, oh, man, I, Todd Gurley's the beast. Oh, yeah, it, with Sean McVay and when he was healthy. You, yeah. Okay, so but like just because Bogey just said it, Atlanta. Go back to Atlanta with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley last year. Just last year. Matt Ryan, who had the ultimate connection with Julio Jones, completely went opposite and just Calvin Ridley everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that see, and that's it, what's crazy about what's going on with Atlanta is like both of these teams. I understand what Tennessee did. I understand why they trade for Julio. You want to win now. You have a small window. You have your quarterback paid. You, you paid. You paid your running back. You know what I'm saying? You want to win now. Bringing in Julio means you want to win now. What's crazy with Atlanta is not drafting a future QB tells me that they're that they're trying to win now, but then they go and trade away Julio. It's just it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? Well, what Atlanta's doing as a whole right now. Yeah, well, because uh, they they're already they already made their bed. They got to sleep in it. They can't get rid of Matt Ryan for at least two years. They owe him so much money. It's like not even worth it. It's so crazy because forever I'm going to remind all the Falcon fans like you could have had, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, Fields, you know, Mac Jones even. You know what I mean? Just these – they had guys there. And I they, mean, they played Matt Ryan at the time where he was doing great. It's his contract that is coming down to the end. They can't get rid of him because no one wants him. They, you know, they pay him too much. He has to start. He's not playing horrible. Because the team is helping him be that shitty. Because Matt Ryan's still going out there with a great completion percentage, throwing high yardage, and and trying to put him in the potential potential to win the rest of the team as well. But at this point in his career, we all know that Matt Ryan maybe got I, I I'll be friendly and say two more years. I said, listen. <laughs> 
Man, you know what's so stupid, too, is they should have drafted a quarterback so for the, that year, or maybe even two, this kid can learn from Matt Ryan, who is one of the more underrated QBs. Like Maybe next year. Maybe this draft. Maybe this draft. Shout out to everyone who's uh, in the chat right now. Make sure you smash that like button. If you're on Facebook right now, make sure you hop over to YouTube. We're broadcasting on my channel, the Fantasy Football Hustler. We're also broadcasting on Bogart's channel, the GMM Network. So go sub up. Go hit the like button. And and this is funny. Uh, JC Money Design, he started the live stream on Sunday, and he said that uh, Jason Voorhees, was in the chat. He's back in the chat right now. And he said, Ryan Tannehill is on my shit list. Oh, man, bro. Listen, that's the thing about Jason Voorhees, too. You don't want to be on his shit list. Bro, you can run as fast as you can. And when you look back, he's just walking slowly right behind you. <laughs> how that motherfucker get there? How, wait, how that man get on the roof? <laughs> I'm saying, though, right? You know what's crazy? Michael Myers makes sense. Because Michael Myers will steal a whole ass car. No, fuck Michael Myers. <laughs> like fuck he, Michael he, Myers. He'll steal a car and then case the joint. See, Jason, he just like, it don't matter if you're on a plane, bro. You get off the plane, he's right there behind you, bro. Like, how did he get there? And he not even running, bro. I like that question. And news is kind of slow today, so we'll take some uh, some waiver wire questions in. We'll still get to some news. We're going to be here for like, like about 20 more minutes or so. But uh, shout out to Corey. What up, bro? Said, need a wide receiver too this week, and here are my best options this week on the wire. Amon Ross St. Brown, Brandon Ayuk, Van Jefferson, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, and Quez Watkins. I'm going T.Y., and then I'm going St. Brown. Well, T.Y.'s T-Y's probably not going to play. And if he does, he's hurt. So I'm not even going to recommend that he even consider T.Y. Hilton. I don't think T.Y. is going to get picked up on waivers because of all the news that's going yeah. on right now. So you got to just be up on the practice reports. And if he practices tomorrow or you know Thursday, he might not even practice tomorrow. They might just give him the day off and then Thursday and Friday – are the important practices for him. I'm not going to bank on a guy who's only going to play half the snaps. Zach, Zach Pasquale is interesting if there is no T.Y. Hilton for sure because then he's immediately the number two guy. And it's not like they're really throwing to the tight ends over there. They'll give Mo Alley Cox like two or three targets. You know what I mean? Other but they're always that, in the red zone for Mo Alley. That's what yeah. sucks. He, he's Mo Alley big Cox when he's getting catches like that. Right? And like this dude, Zach Pasquale actually, like you know, plays majority snaps. Etc. Right, but I uh, you uh, man, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I'm, I'm the guy that's still gonna say I. I know I'm wearing the hat, but I you man, that's where I would go. I like St. Brown. I mean, I, I know I said to you, I, I, I don't, I don't like him. St. Brown. I picked up St. Brown last week, and he still threw up a decent, like, uh, what was it in my fantasy? I think it was like eleven and a half points. Not bad. I mean, he's a PPR guy. He's getting, you know, he's he's getting, you know, especially on that team, he's he's getting the the reps. But it's he, he, this game's gonna be fun. It, it's a double revenge game. It's it's Jared Goff versus the Rams, and it's Matt Stafford versus the Lions. So, and if you, if you think it's gonna be some type of shootout, you know, then maybe Amon Ross St. Brown is your guy here. He's getting six to eight targets on average. You know what I mean? I guess I just don't think it's gonna be too much of a shootout. Me neither. I so I'm going Ayuk because 
that set that Colts secondary is mad. It's mad suspect. It wasn't that you hurt, or is he back it, now? He was hurt and and he was in the doghouse because he broke curfew before week one in Detroit. He, he him and Trey Sermon went went out and partying or something like that. So like, but Dummy. Listen, after the bye week, they're coming off the bye week, coming off a loss. I don't know if it's going to be Jimmy. I don't know if it's going to be Lance, but I'm just saying like I think the game script will be negative. I had, I had a little bit of a, especially like within the first two or three weeks, I had like this. This feeling that uh, Jefferson, uh, Vance, Jeff, V. Jefferson, Vance, right, Vance, Van, Van, he, he, Van, he would, he would like break out and be something for the Rams, and he just like hasn't. Well, he's get. You know what's crazy is he, he he sustained like a steady target market share for himself. I think he's getting like three or four targets a game. Like, so if he breaks them out, yeah, and then potentially get him more targets, yeah, I see it. I it mean, just. It's game. I thought about picking him up earlier in the year, and then he just started to disappoint me. The games when he's going to do good are going to be games when they go up against a team that have two really good cornerbacks. Yeah. That's really the only way because then they're going to run more wide, more three wide receiver sets, get him involved. Week you know, there. Point. week that's one. really it. I'm week going. Uh, go ahead, good. Go no, I'm saying week one he had a nice little blow up game. And uh, it was because your coverage uh, was tight on the outsides for the, for the charge. I mean, for the for the Chicago Bears. So you know he was just. And, and here's another thing: Matt Stafford is going to take a deep shot here and there, and it's 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 always to Jefferson or to Jackson. So who you got, hustler? I'm going. It's either going to be Ayuk or it's going to be Quez Watkins. So like Quez. Quez is playing. He's playing. He's playing the Raiders, bro. And Quez. He has sustained a steady target market share of his own. And, and, all, here's, and here's what I noticed in this past game. De, um, De, uh, <coughs> Devonta Smith, he's getting more double teams. He's just getting tougher <laughs> coverage out there. And uh, he was getting more targets, you know, I mean, at least over the last like three games, I would say, um, what's his name? Uh, Smith has more targets than Quez. But at least in this last game, Quez had more targets and, yeah, going up against the Raiders, I think if there's anybody that they double, it's going to be Smith. And uh, Quez, he's, he's just been getting loose, and uh, he's fast. They're getting the, they're going to get the ball in his hands more. He's the only man in the entire world named Quez. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Let, before we get to a couple other questions, let's knock out um, a little bit more of this news. How about some other big news for the Bills? Dawson Knox broke a bone in his hand on the what? game. And uh, his timeline is to be determined as of right now. They got the bye this week, so either way, he was out, you know, this week. But So he broke a bone in his what now? They broke a bone in his hand. Okay. You know what's crazy? I mean, I'm not too worried because I, mean, I had him on my league, but he's a backup. He they, said have- they said he's not expected to miss that much time, especially yeah. with the bye. That was the yeah. official quote. Like, the one thing that sucks, though, is like, you know, is this going to affect his snap count? Is this going to affect him in the blocking game? Because like he plays a, a, a tremendous amount of the snaps. If I if, if I'm, I know I'm I know I'm not incorrect about that because he, even if he's not running routes, he's out there blocking. So he almost doesn't leave the field. You know I, mean? I mean, he's been he's been a big part for Josh Allen right now. Like, what stupid Emmanuel Sanders if he doesn't. Like who who who's the backup? Who's the next tight end in place? 
It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Don't don't fucking play him, whoever it is. That's so what I'm Austin, saying. Like Knox was, was a formidable <laughs> like Josh Allen had a had a, a connection with this guy. They were having a good like Knox. So Knox, hold on. Knox in week five played 96% of the snaps. See, there it is. He never leaves the field because he's doing if he's not running around, he's blocking. You know what I mean? So that's what you want for your tight end. Get the opportunity. So I'm wondering if like if, if all of a sudden they cut down his snaps because of the injury and he's playing through it, but they're only putting him out there on like maybe only route run, only when he's running routes. That'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Because like it would suck if he's just out there blocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, with yeah. the broken hand, like it doesn't seem smart do to have him out there blocking. <laughs> yeah. See, I like, like, listen, dial that up. He's only going to be out there running routes. Dawson Knox. You know what? How about this? Sell him. If anybody's worried about Dawson Knox, and, and you know what I mean? Just sell him on a bye week to somebody that, that, that could do that. And to someone who's not, I mean, there's probably not a lot of people paying attention to something like that. I don't even, I mean, Hector, you didn't even know he had a broken hand. Me Yo, either. seriously, I'm, I've been paying attention to my my league all day, and I'm like, wait, I didn't get that news. <laughs> I got Dawson Knox everywhere. I got, I got him in one league, but he's the backup to Kyle Pitts. Okay. What up, Devin? Smoking on that alien Tahoe right now. Oh, nice. yeah. What are you smoking I love, on? I love Tahoe OGs. Oh, yeah. Some of my yeah. favorite. That's the for alien, sure. The alien Tahoe OG? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I fool with it. Uh, here we go. Or, uh, yeah. Robert, bro, is it time to let Robbie Anderson go? Why would they give him 29 mil not to produce or to not this produce? Man. Oh, my God. Bean is doing it right. He got the bag. Now he don't even need to work hard no more. <laughs> you can't even call him the string bean anymore. He's I mean, so he, he, he's a fucking the <laughs> biggest bust of all. You know what's crazy is that in my league this week, I got an injury to my wide receivers. And I had a I, – Galladay. Galladay was out. Galladay, I was a three wide receiver league. Galladay was out. I had no one else because everyone else was on a bye week or some shit. I run out, I pick up Anderson, and I plug him in just for the shits. And he actually, for once, produced. Well, yeah. It was only 11 points because he got the touchdown, but he produced. He got, what, one catch for a touchdown. You're like, hell yeah, we'll take that. Well, he got three catches. He got three catches for a touchdown. His first catch went for negative yardage. But he gave me what I needed. After that, I dropped his ass. You know what, bro? That's yeah, what- time to sell high. If anybody in their right mind thinks he's probably going to come around, but I mean, if we if he's just taking up a roster spot, it's going to be so long. It's not even going to be worth it. Like if I have if I if I have you know Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb, so I have one guy rule that one guy on a buy. I will cut the the f out of a Robbie Anderson for a, a Dearness Johnson or even just any flyer this week that I need to plug in play. You know what I mean? Yeah, even though I don't want to play Dearness Johnson, I mean, unless I'm hurting, you know, I mean, there's places you're hurting in deeper leagues. You got no choice if you get a guy like him on the waiver wire. But I would say you still got to get him. Get, I mean, get him and trade him if you're not going to play him. If you got a league where it's like commissioner uh, approval on the trades, I love that because then they just go through like right away, same day. Yep. Because that's the only way it should be. Hey, hey listen, all y'all that play the vetoes. Y'all are just scared to, to make trade. That's why you guys have vetoes there. I can't yeah, say unless, unless, it's obvi- unless it's obvious cheating, obvious collusion, you know, yeah. is the right word. 
if, if people can't tell it's obvious, don't play in those leagues. Those are bum leagues. You know what I mean? Well, I think the collusion sometimes is, or at least to other people, to the other 11 people, or other 10 people who may not be in the trade, is that, oh, man, first place team's getting a better, like, yeah. first place team is getting better. That shit's collusion. You know what's funny? Or even, like, that's their reasoning for vetoing. Oh, well, I, it's not you, bro. I'm just, I don't want Kyler Murray to go to the number one seed. That's not a reason to veto. That's not collusion. That's just a, a, a person in number one improving himself. You know what I mean? And, and you're vetoing because you don't want it. Oh, he's getting better. Not on my watch. Then they start making phone calls. Bro, you see what both guys trying to do, bro? Oh, done. Vetoed it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can that's, tell. That's the collusion side of things, if exactly. when you think about it. What? That's, that's fucking yes. Should I drop Robert Tunyon, pick up Zach Ertz? I need a tight end for week seven. This is a yes! day. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, but if you have to play him, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still weary. I, you think they get right? Who are they playing? Oh, they're playing the Texans. Yeah. I, they might warm them up with a, with, a, with a red zone look or two. So I mean, that's literally the worst team against the tight end right now. At least they're giving yeah. up the most points to the tight end. And, so if you only, and, and if you're only giving red zone looks, that's the perfect look. I mean, like, I mean, there's people out here starting Mo Ali Cox, right? Yeah, I mean, there's people out here starting Robert Tunyon still. I'm just gonna read off Tunyon. Oh, like- he hit him with it. <laughs> he, he said what he said. <laughs> let's let's listen. Here's his stats. He's been so garbage except for that week two game. So if that and week two, so week one. Two receptions, eight yards. Week three, three receptions, 52 yards and a touchdown. That was his only, you know, formidable week. Decent week. Three. week. Yeah, I mean, decent. I mean, he was he was close to 15 points. That, that's like a tight end stud on, on my list because there's not too many tight ends that touch 15 points. Um, week three, one for six. Week four, two for eight. Week five, one for eight. Week six, two for ten. How much more of a sample size do we need than uh, Robert Tunyon last year was an outlier year. Aaron Rodgers never throws to the tight ends. He never does. I, I wanted to. I want everyone to know how amazing Robert Tunyon is. He's so fucking amazing that we're we that we all we're playing him because of what he did last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's so fucking amazing that we're still talking about him, right? Yeah, and, like, you know what's funny is that he's one of those flash – he's clearly a flash-in-the-pan guy, right? But but here's what I want to point out is that that's how I viewed Dawson Knox as being this year's Robert Tunyon. I will say, if you put him on a different team and get him away from Aaron Rodgers, like Hustler said, he couldn't be a better tight end than what he's showing right now. I mean, he—you he, know what he got going for him? He's George Kittle's best friend, and like George Kittle's dad trained him the same way. He he's the—he's the. Oh, I don't want to say that word. He's the buff version of. He's the—he's the slower George Kittle. Listen, he's special George. Is that what you want? You want to say like? <laughs> hey, Georgie, don't kill the rabbits. And, and listen, <laughs> right? It's my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hug him and squeeze him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, uh, Robert Tunyon, I mean, look at the system he's playing in. He's playing in Matt LaFleur's system, which is an exact ripoff of Shanahan's system. The only difference is like little differences. Like instead of, you know, outside zone, we run more inside zone. You know what I mean? Like, 
and, and then they have their, their move tight end, but they're just not using them like they did last year. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is just so good. He's like, I'm going to throw a touchdown to whoever I and want. Honestly, yeah. honestly, I know we're giving a lot of shit on Robin Tunyon right now, but we would also give a lot of shit to Zach Ertz if he was still on the Eagles because they weren't playing him. They weren't playing him. They didn't want him anymore. They thought he was washed up. But on the Cardinals, he's he's a third or fourth option. Oh, a very explosive and 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 you gotta watch out for this guy kind of option. Yep. You I mean, D hop and you and, and Edmonds and, and Connor and, and you got all these weapons and, and Kirk. And then I, you just you just you just say, "Oh, Ertz is there," and you're like, "Oh shit, for, Ertz is for there." For a savvy, for a very savvy veteran like Zach Ertz, he's gonna get lost in the fold with all those weapons. All those weapons you just late named, he's gonna get lost in the fold, and he'll catch a touchdown or two. I think what Zach Ertz brings to the team in reality is the fact that he's been to the big show. He's went to the Super Bowl. He's won the Super Bowl. He, he, there, there's not. There, there, I don't think there's any other veterans that are Super Bowl. That are Super Bowl winners. If you it. look, if you look in the red zone area, Hopkins is really the only one that stands out. So I think Ertz helps out in the you red got AJ, zone. You got AJ Green. They targeted him. AJ AJ Green. Well, now that he's starting to get targeted, but Kirk and and, and on, all on, the other on. guys, See, they're guys that are getting the catch and they're making the moving. You can't do this when you say he's getting targeted now. He's been averaging six targets a game from the rip. You know what I mean? He like, wasn't yeah. doing anything with those six targets. No, 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 no. That's like Emmanuel Sanders <laughs> going over and playing with Josh Allen. Takes a couple <laughs> games to get acclimated. You can't just do these things. You Like, you can't just ballpark these things because he's actually doing work. A.J. Green has been eating. You know what I mean? He's been solid, especially in deeper leagues. Like, maybe he's someone who is like a fringe flex player, but – He's going to have his boom games, and uh, we just saw one of them that was pretty dope. And, I mean, uh, it's good. I'm, I, I was, I, in the start of the season, I was hoping that AJ game would blow up and do something good. I thought he was going to fit great over there. You, you know what? Maybe, maybe you guys are right. Those first couple games, it made me, it made me think differently. You know let's what? Knock out, AJ let's knock out. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's knock out some of these questions uh, before we uh, get out of here. So, um, yes, Prince J, uh, drop Ro- drop Robert Tunyon. I don't know if Ertz is going to produce this week, like Bogart said. First week coming over, how acclimated is it going to be? I don't know. So, I mean, I might be looking somewhere else this week, but Ertz, definitely try to pick him up and stash him somehow. I, I would look for uh, Gerald Edbert. He, uh, he he came off of IR. A lot, a lot of people just dropped him. And, and Gerald Everett actually might ball. I mean, like, because Geno Smith is just, instead of going to Tyler Lockett, he's going to the tight ends. You know what I mean? I got five tight ends on my tight end waiver wire video. Go check it out. It's like five minutes long, six minutes long. I got super short videos up on YouTube so you guys can just digest each position real, real quick. All right. Let's see. Uh, Matt said, is Dearness Johnson worth a start? Depends how much you're deep diving. I but, mean, uh, yeah, you probably will be in your uh, running back to start. Yeah, he's worth starting. Dearness yeah. Johnson, Elijah Mitchell, or JD McKissick. So there's there's his McKissick's, McKissick's been eating the last two weeks. He's been eating. I'm going McKissick. Yeah, McKissick's been fucking eating. That they're playing against the Packers should be a negative game script. He's gonna pile up a lot of receptions. 
Oh, yeah. That's where I'd go. He's the safest play for sure. I mean, Dearness Johnson could boom, and I, I could be wrong I, about Mitch, all Mitch has been ah. Listen, Dearness Johnson is style points. But they don't. you don't get style points. It don't matter. But if you win with Dearness Johnson or you play him and he, and he goes ham because he is going to be one of the more fresher guys on the field because he hasn't played five weeks straight of football. Like this, it could happen in this system with the number one run blocking offensive line. It could happen. There's the, the formulas here, but it's really mad style points. Like I, I'd still go with the safety with JD McKissick. Hell yeah. And he has upside too, which is awesome. Yep. And uh, Dave, nice. Uh, De- uh, Devin, I mean, said got some, uh, got some, is it gelato or did you mean to put gelato in there and said, uh, and he said, hey, uh, Bogart, uh what's the we well, said what's the niner fan but in the next uh message you put your name in there so he said what's bogart think of Ayuk and mitchell this week bye weeks got me see here's the thing is like the fact that your bye weeks are getting you and you have those guys you got to plug them in unless you can find something you consider a better option i think elijah mitchell is the top 36 play you know what i mean at the at the position i mean he got a full workload so after a bye week, I, I think, you know, I mean, it's hard to predict what Shanahan's doing. but And, and you know, the running backs, they aren't really faring well against uh, against Indy in general. But, man, he's a guy that's going to get, like, 15 touches. You know what I mean? And then Ayuk is another guy. I mean, I think the, the game script will be negative, so it'll help both of them. Because when the game script's negative, you got to throw the ball. And they throw a ball a lot to the running back when it's Elijah Mitchell. You know what I mean? The upside is there. There's just not too much of a floor for either one. So, nope. That's just what it is. What it is. What it is. But, but yeah, but see, bye weeks. You're hella happy to have those guys. I'm like, fuck yeah. They're connected to. They're connected to the Niners' offense. That that's an offense that booms. You know what I mean? Here and there, just hopefully it's one of them games. Hey, we're in prime time at home. Let's go. Oh yeah, and you already know, Devin. Devin said thanks, brother. All right, and uh, Matt said there's also Rashad Penny coming back. He might start. I'm so nervous about Penny because, like, I swear every game he's came back and played, he's got hurt in. He just doesn't have a good track record of actually, like, playing a game and completing a game. <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, he's going to get forced into it. So, like, even if we get the one game and he gets the full workload, they're probably going to learn the next week that, okay, we got to give him 12 touches, not seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then also, if it's Rashad Penny, maybe we expect full platoon. You know what I mean? Because there's no, it doesn't look like it's gonna be Alex Collins. I think he's he's river danced his way uh, uh, onto the onto the, to the bench. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Cause so, like, I did a quick. I had a quick. Like, I had like I like I told Hustler. I had my injury with with Chubb. I'm an injury with Chubb, so I ran out and I got Collins. And he did good, but then he gets injured. It's like, bro, like how how is a back who doesn't play and all they got to do is stay ready? He was one of them guys, though, too. He was one of them guys that was injury prone during his time with the Ravens, during his time with Seattle before that. He comes in one game and he pisses, he pisses me off. He already, like, motherfucker. Nathan knows what's up. He said, Penny is trash. Let's back up the truck. Yes. <laughs> hey, he's not worth the penny. But like- Ah, there you go. I, he said, I'd sooner start Miles Gaskin. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. penny- 
If Miles Gaskin was on Nobody any other team trash. other than the Miami Dolphins, shit. You they need to get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get him off that bum-ass team. Every time we have TD on, right, and, like, TD loves the college coaches, you know what I'm saying, that come into the league. He's all about that. And what's funny is, like, I always make fun of Pete Carroll because he's old and senile at this point. You know what I mean? At, like, because he's so old and senile that he knows the winning formula is play good defense and run the ball. And he keeps trying to do that fully knowing that he doesn't have a good defense or a decent offensive line to run said ball. You know what I mean? Is, is Devin drunk? Because what the fuck does that mean? No, this is what it means. He said uh, the gelato is the dosi dough and gelato. Gelato. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, is this motherfucker drunk? Like, what the fuck is he this talking about? This, this is some dosi dough right here, actually. You'll, uh, Hector, are, are you in New York? Yeah. You, yeah. So pretty soon you're gonna have the cookies uh, out there. I know they're already talking about getting the cookies brand into some shops. So those are those are weed strains, is what it is. Oh, I oh well, yeah. I see. I still get my shit um, off brand, if you want to say. I don't go to the dispensaries. Yeah, the underworld. I, well, I, 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 yeah, I go one to of the these underworld, and I don't really worry about fucking names and shit anymore. You will when you see some of this shit. What? Yeah. When like, you see some of this Cali shit, you'll start caring about. Half it. these motherfuckers be lying about half they shit about their names and shit. Especially, it, it might be a New York thing or East Coast thing because on the East Coast, I guarantee you, I've been up from New York, I've been up from Rhode Island all the way down to Florida, and motherfuckers no, just, just drink anything, anything. That's just the thing. You remember like Cat Williams, right? Talking about oh, they always got these crazy ass names, Cryptocronite. Like yeah, yeah so they just name anything, anything, and I'm like, bro, if that shit don't get me high, your shit is garbage. That's what I call here, it, garbage. Here's, here's what it is, because you got your big name brands now, because there's real name brands that are like around the country, yeah. like the cookies. It's like and so, it's just it's something it's something different, you know. When uh when when you're getting it, oh, you know when you. When when you're getting it from the streets, it's like you know whatever they get, it's like white labeled to them. They can say whatever it is, and For uh, real, you really got to trust the source. Hey, you remember? Uh... I'm about to actually move and buy a house, so I'm actually moving more down south. So hopefully, I can fucking get something what, different. Moving out to Carolina. Yeah, yo, bro, I got a brand. Yo, I got a, my VA loan came through. Boop boop boop. I'm about to buy a brand new crib in about. A month, maybe a month and a half down in South Carolina. Hey, hey, yeah, you won't have any problem finding finding some good out there. Cause the, oh and- no, I, I got I had I had a few connections. I mean, I lost connect after the last like five or six years. Funny next back. It's funny because we're talking about stuff that's legal, but then like the, in the fashion you're talking about, it, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Anyway, anyway, continuing on with hustle shit. I want to say right now, keep Herbert. And there we go. Devin said, I'm a Hawks fan, and Penny scares me. Real fragile. Like I said, he has a problem finishing a game. Not multiple games, not a multiple season, just literally one game at a time. A game. (laughs) Marcus, what up? From Facebook said, week seven, buy problems. Week seven is the biggest buy out of every week this year. Can you imagine, for everyone who's kind of new to fantasy football before this year there used to be two weeks that were like this every single yeah, year not just one but two <laughs> the bipocalypse oh yeah and sometimes they were like back-to-back weeks week nine week 10 right in the middle of the season i was bad bad two weeks in a row 
sometimes. Said, Correct. do I pick up Matt Ryan and pair him with Ridley or Carr and pair him with Waller? Mm. Uh, so Falcons go up against the Miami. the Miami. Miami Dolphins, and then Raiders go up against the Eagles. I I think I'm going Waller and Carr. You know, I I, I am gonna go Carr here. I'm going. I'm going. I'm. I guess I'm be the outlier here. I'm going on the other side. I'm going Matt Ryan. You know it, what? This Dolphins team coming back from London, they're you know they could be all beat up and tired. You know, the Matt Ryan is not a bad call in general. I think I just you know what you know I'm what? an asshole because I picked up Matt Ryan as my because I have Justin Herbert in two leagues. Hey, hey, you know what? Fuck Derek Carr. We're going with uh, Matt Ryan. <laughs> I have I have Justin Herbert in two leagues and he's on a fucking buy. So I I went up and and I got Matt I got Matt Ryan, but I'm going to I'm saying Carr and Waller. Two is probably the most fun streaming option this week. Like fun because like he might not get the biggest game, but this is a game where he could be like, this is why I'm a first round draft pick because that defense sucks. Now, when when I talk about it, I'm not talking about our leagues that might be a little bit deeper, but I think the most fun streamer this week is Jameis Winston. He's only rostered in uh, 35% of leagues right now. So he's going to be a real viable pickup going up against the Seahawks. Like, yeah, if he's available somehow, snatch him up. Here's where I've been able to. I I picked up Winston and dropped him twice this year. I'm surprised people have let me do that because he's not handling. (laughs) He's reality right now. He's he's coming back to fantasy though because infamous Winston keeps trying to come out and play, bro. I'm telling you, once he gets to throwing them picks, you know what I'm saying. And and he only needs one. He only needs one to get the juices flowing. He can just do that on the first drive. Get it out of the way. Right, especially when it's a pick six, he's like, "Whoa, we in the hole now!" You know. What and I mean? you, and did you see the way he did it this past time? He did it like the perfect way that you could do it, and like not really screw over your team. He like got to like the forty or the thirty-five yard line on the other team, and then threw it like an interception on like the five-yard line, ten-yard line, or something like that. And so, unless they gave up a ninety-yard return, he didn't give up a pick six. He was he was really. Can upset. we? Can can we like respond to John over here? I've been bugging about his response right here. Okay, but so John, he said just traded. Uh, hold on, hold on. Just traded Marquise Brown. There you go. That's what I say. Say goodbye to Hollywood and Daryl Henderson for Ridley. Win or loss? Ridley is back at practice. Coming back this week. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Re- rewind this. He said Marquise Brown and Daryl Henderson. Daryl Williams. Ooh, Williams. Daryl Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's what you do. That's a classic bogey move right there. Yeah, I do like. See, this is why I love. This is why I love this move actually, because I am a guy who would try to buy Calvin Ridley cheap. That's like disguising it as cheap. Because here's Hollywood, who is good. Like now with the emergence of Bateman, that that, that you know that's gonna happen. Yeah. So sell high as fuck. As you can, and look what you get. You got Calvin Ridley and Daryl Williams. He's a waiver wire guy. Hey, throw him in. He's also just a dope fiend rental. You know what I mean? Bam! Here you go. Give me Calvin Ridley, who, and that person's hella happy to get rid of Calvin Ridley. Meanwhile, you get Calvin Ridley coming off his bye week, so you have him barring an injury the rest of the way. That's that's a hell of a move. Yeah, those are the type of moves that you got to make. The, bogey the waiver, the bogey. waiver wires. 
those waiver wire guys, they're usually not going to last that long. Usually. And if we go all the way back, because I threw out a waiver wire video of like all the guys that I hit on last year and the big, big hitters, the one that stayed around for the entire season was it was usually the guys inside the top four weeks. Guys who were on like the top four, uh, like week five waivers. We're on week seven. A lot of these guys are like going to be a couple week, like darlings at a time. Like Darrell Williams, soon as CEH comes back, he's not going to be that dude again. Who knows how long that's going to be? Might be two more weeks, might be a few longer, but he's not going to be the guy the whole season. Could could argue that like Darrell Williams plays well, pass blocks well, then like you don't even need to rush Clyde back. But I'm always on the side of, Listen, give me Calvin Ridley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me Ridley, bro. He's a number one on offense. And there you go. Eric from Facebook, he said, Felton may, be, may get the most running back touches on Thursday. He might. We already talked about them being in, uh, you know, potential negative game script and him yeah. getting a bunch of catches. Yeah, and, like, you know, there's there's things like, like a neg- a ne- you don't even necessarily have to be in a negative game script at times. It could just be in hurry up. Like, okay, we have, you know I mean? It could be a tie game and you have the ball and you have 30 seconds left to get down the field. And you're like, all right, fuck it. Where's the pass catch your running back? You know what I mean? Yep. And then yeah. he piles up like three, four sheep receptions like right there. You know what I mean? Like in that one drive. Like, Yep. And then Nathan said, is Xavier Howard still out? We haven't heard any news about them yet, but he was out this past week. Um, I believe he's missed two weeks in a row now, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, he didn't even travel with the team to London, so we shall see. But I think it's uh I think his injury is uh, pretty serious. I don't know why they didn't throw him on IR. I hope he doesn't play because then Calvin Ridley is, is gonna be like a top five producer this week. I'll I think play. Calvin Ridley can even handle I mean, it, no way Xavier Howard gets back to a hundred percent this week. Whatever his his issue is, he's been playing through it for a few weeks and he keeps making it worse. I'm going Mac Jones and Gasset. So, Frank, he said, uh, Wentz, Big Frank, what up, bro? Said Wentz, Tua, Mac Jones, and then Bateman, Hilton, Gasecki, Miles Sanders. Pick one of each. I'm going Mac Jones also. I like Mac Jones slightly over uh, over the other two here. Going up against the Jets. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, I just feel like they – you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Mac Jones too. Cause I, I like when I like once against my Niners, bro. My Niners secondary is ass. You know what comes out of ass poop. If T. Y. Hilton's not playing, and right now it's kind of looking like you know it's a 50-50 shot as of right now. So I'm taking Mac Jones. Mac Jones because Tua is a bust. Wentz is the second okayest quarterback behind Jared Goff. So I'm taking Mac fucking Jones, Mac and Cheese, and then Bateman. I have him on my fantasy league. And if it wasn't for his groin injury, I would want him to be better than what he needs. Some more time. He needs reps. Reps. He needs. He needs game time. Hilton is hurt, so I'm not trying to test him out. But Gasecki and Sanders are the only two I'm going for. But Gasecki is getting fucking. He's eating too. He's eating. What? what, uh, Can you look up Bateman snaps? I'm curious (laughs) what his snaps were week one. Or week one. uh, We saw Bateman. He was hurt until like no, last week. No, no, no. He, he meant week one for him. Yeah. 60, 65% of the snaps. Wow. That's hey, a lot. That's a lot coming God. out. 
So they did it right. They they waited five weeks for that kid. You know what I'm saying? So they yeah, did- no, yeah. But I I don't want to go off the rip on that on this first week. Keep hit him. Well, here here's why I want to go off on him. Here's why he led the team in targets with six, and he had four receptions. You know how many snaps uh, Marquise Brown played? 70. Six more snaps than him. Seventy-four oh, percent. Wow. Okay. Six more snaps. He played more than Devin Duvernay. He played more than Prochet. Who's the other one? And, uh, played more yeah, than Boykin. Howard, Howard is also there. Uh, uh, Hollywood Brown is also their number one. So he's gonna get the defenders fucking lock him down. He's not a number one. This is and, and I think the snap count. I mean. Showing that they got almost equal snaps. They're going to be running a lot more two wide receiver sets than they ever have. They usually just run one wide receiver out there on a lot of their snaps because they really, I mean, Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown, I mean, they would do it a bunch, but it was like, I don't know. Sam, Sammy wasn't getting a good uh, a good snap share for, I mean, Sammy was he, at first he was getting 80 and 90 in the first two weeks, but then it dropped down 79, 73. And then he went out, you know, week five, didn't plan week six, but he was like on the decline even before Bateman came back. That's what I mean by his snap counts. Oh yeah. And- Marquise Brown was the exact opposite. He started playing in place of Sammy a bunch. Yeah. Cause he's, what they want him to be is that field stretcher, and and and, they, and he be killing it with that with that cross route. You know what I mean? So it's he like, be killing it, except when he drops it like he did last game, right in the perfect play schemed up for him. You mean like he's done again, a gang of times? You know what I mean? <laughs> so listen, I like Bateman now. Knowing that, that's some clarity right there. Sixty-five percent. I know that goes up week two. That's going up to like that's going up a lot too. I bet you he's playing like eighty percent. I'm going to still go Gasicki with this one because Gasicki's been that dude. Play but, ba- but Bateman, oh, man, like, I'm excited for him. I'm waiting. Like-, I, like I said, I'm not shitting on Bateman. I'm not shitting on him. I'm waiting on him. I've been sitting on him. He's been literally sitting on my bench waiting for him to, like, show me what I really want to see. But Gasicki's the way to go, and I agree with Hustler. Gasicki, he's been eating. He's, he, Bateman's oh. going to be the exact guy that we wanted him to be in this I'm, offense. It's going to happen. I'm I'm hella mad, bro, because I just I played I played knocks over Gesicki and, and I lost it because of it. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I would have made that move too. Knox has been that dude. He was just on fire. And, but here's the thing: is like I have Gesicki anywhere else. I have Gesicki. I don't even worry about a second tight end. I just start. You know, well, I, I couldn't get a second tight end, right? So maybe I'm just forced to play him. But I'm hella happy playing him every week. And then this week, I'm just like, yo, I'm fucking locked, bro. I ain't even playing. Oh, yeah. Had him in there since, since like three weeks ago. Yep. Just don't take that guy out until he takes himself out the game. With All a right. We got a couple more questions, and we're going to get up out of here. So from Streak, I have Kyler, D-Hop. Should I be trading? Uh, should I trade them? D-Hop looking iffy, and I don't know what to do. Full PPR. Um, let me Keep see. Kyler. Fuck out of here. Yeah, like you got to keep both. I don't know. I, I, I would too. I would too. I said, if anything, if you're choosing one, like if, if you're choosing one, I'm if, keeping Tyler. I couldn't even read the the question. Didn't even make sense. Like, should I be trading them? Like, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Losing exactly. Maybe he's losing, and these are some of his big assets. Exactly. Yeah, he might be one in five, and his best assets are D Hop and Kyler. Yeah, I'm just saying, and you can I get would- more value. 
for Kyler right now, I would say keep him though because that's your QB one. D Hop, I don't know what the rest of your lineups looking well, like. You thing. think I would do the opposite in a one if it's a one QB league, depending on how how deep it is. Yeah, if you can get more value out of Kyler, if the person really needs a QB, and you can get a couple. I mean, you, you should be able to get a QB yeah. off of waivers that could be sustainable for you if you're getting some skill positions. In a single QB, I'm moving the QB because there's hella QBs out there. I'll stream it. Like there, you know, sh- there should be. And somebody Oh, and, and he said I'm four and two, so looking good now. Oh, no, man. Don't okay. trade him. Don't He's trade four and two. him. He's looking good. Yeah, I I mean, who's your backup QB as well? I, like if you're ready, if you're willing to trade Tyler. And if you don't have a backup QB, then I would expect that you're you're looking to get a QB plus more. Just remember this: at four and two, if people are hitting you up about trades and your record is better, just remember you need to be walking into those trade negotiations with your chest puffed out. You know, set with the chest. Because wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, you shouldn't be in a position of desperation when you're looking to trade. I oh yeah, if I'm four no and two reason. with Kyler Murray and D Hop, trust to believe that I'm asking for the fuck workload. I stress. Uh, John said traded Robert Woods for Godwin. Thoughts? Eh, I hate making trades like that. Wide receiver for wide I don't know. Receiver. I would have kept. I would have kept Woods. Woods is like Woods is a one B. I would have kept. I would have kept Woods. I would have kept Woods. Godwin. Everybody, there's a one A, one B, one C over there, and Chris Godwin's not the one A. That's Antonio. No. Antonio Brown's the one A. Godwin's like the one, the, the one three, the one C. Was again? No. He didn't get all the receptions like like last week, but now he got a touchdown. Maybe you. some of these weeks Robert Woods scores a couple more points. Maybe some of these other weeks Chris Godwin scores a couple other points. I think the way that if you want to make a trade like this, it's only if you want to cheer for the guy who you're bringing back because the way that this trade is skewed one way or the other is going to be based on injury. It always is. And if they both stay healthy, they're both going to – it's, it's going to be like this for you, like all year. They're going to be doing, I, you know, I, just like that. I just I just go as simple as, like, I had Robert Woods uh, 14 overall. So I had him as a high-end WR2 coming into the year, right? I, it was funny because I was bigger on him than Cup. I had Cup at 17, right? So they're, they're in the same ballpark, but I had Chris Godwin behind all of them. You know what I mean? And he has Tom Brady to stack. He's chilling. Yeah, so I probably wanted to cheer for Godwin. Good trade then because you get to yeah. cheer for the guy that you want. That's what I say. And I like I like a stack too, but I also like diversity. So it just I guess, it's, you know, it just depends on the flavor Ooh. Nathan, he said, Corduroy, Corduroy, Pimpin' Patterson looking like a league winner, especially when he's coming through stunt like this, rocking his Corduroy at the beach. You already know. Hell yeah. Because they're finally using him the way that he should have been used since 2013 when I fell for it, or 2012. Whatever it was, I fell for it the very first year at the Vikings. Well, listen, you were right. You, it was just, you called it. Just, you know, you just leave it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Years later, but we still called it. <laughs> I was on it. I, I mean, I was just you know, like a lot of other things in life. I was just ahead of my time. You know what, bro? About corduroy is like I'm. I'm. I'm curious to see if he actually gets like 60, 65 percent of the snap count with Calvin Ridley there. Because before that, he was getting twenty three percent. You know what I mean? And then he going to the London. 
there's no Calvin Ridley. So he's playing like I, I can't I don't remember exactly how much, but watching the game, he's on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's just super efficient, is what it is. So here's his snap counts from week one all the way to week five. 33%, okay, 33%, 42%, 30%, 59%. Okay, so I, I had it wrong. It was it was 30% was his average. Okay. And then what did he play that last game in London? 59%. So got double the workload. So if we could just have that then. He's getting on the field for 23 to 26 plays a game. If he gets the ball... 25% of the time, which it seems like when he's out there, he's getting the ball. Yeah. That's going to be a good game. Like nobody else gets the ball 25% of the time that they're on the field, except for running backs, you know, like that's the kind of efficiency that he's really putting up. It's like unheard of efficiency right now. All right, guys, I have a quick emergency. My sister just showed up. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to bail out. Sounds good. We're, we're getting out of here anyways. So uh, appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, if you're new to the channel, make sure you subscribe, Fantasy Football Hustler. If you're watching somewhere on Facebook, hop over, subscribe, and make sure you subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. That's Bogart's channel. Yeah, show us all some love. We got a bunch of videos coming out um, over the next couple days, and we got live streams starting tomorrow for questions and answers. So make sure you guys tap in. Uh, Hector, tell them where to find you real quick, and then we're all out of here. You already guys know, breaking down the tape, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, fucking whatever you can find us on, Spotify, where are every Apple, fucking whatever you got. You can find us, breaking down the tape. I'm Hector. I said what I said. You can find me on Hector. I said what I said on Instagram, Facebook, Hector Santana. And uh, shit, if you want to face me in something, take the L. <laughs> yeah, I can't follow that. <laughs> so we're out peace out everybody <laughs>